Welcome back to another Youth-Centered Podcast. Um, we're very excited today to touch on a subject matter that um, obviously I'm very interested in and a, a number of people in this community are as well as elsewhere. And that is the ongoing debate of specialization versus um, playing multi-sports. And today I got two great co uh, guests. And the first one is uh, Jake McElroy, a senior at North Andover High School that most people know. Jake is a three-sport captain. Um, he has played his entire career, three major sports, as well as probably other sports in his own free time. And also joining us is his father, John McElroy, um, who I cannot give any credit for to, for Jake's athletic ability. Uh, but John is going to be here tonight to talk um, at some point with us. We're going to get a little bit of the parent perspective on this. So, gentlemen, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, Jake, uh, what was it like when you were young? So let's go back to when I used to see you, Boosters Club basketball games. You were probably like three or four years old. You're, you're down at the middle school gym, and you get this basketball that you're trying to throw up into the hoop and uh, used to watch you. And, you know, many of us would sit there and say, wow, he, he could be a little good little basketball player at what time. What, what was it like playing um, sports as a young kid prior to high school? Uh, I mean, I just played all three, obviously, my whole life, and at, at all times, I always was playing sports with, with my friends after school or by myself in the driveway shooting hoops, and uh, going to practice and playing the games was the best part of my, my day, so that's what I always love to do. So when you're in elementary school, obviously we talk traditional sports. What were the sports you played when you were in elementary school? Uh, football, basketball, and baseball. So the major three traditional yeah. sports that you continue to play to this day. Um, each season uh, came along uh, a different sport. Um, would you, is it fair to say that you loved whatever you were playing at that given time? Yeah, uh, I think. Whenever I'm playing football, that's my favorite sport. Whenever I'm playing basketball, it's definitely my favorite sport. And then whenever I'm playing baseball, having fun doing that. So, so popularity comes down to a lot to what's playing at that point in time. You also amazed me as a young kid that um, you were starting to juggle um, a lot of sports that were becoming almost full-year commitments to a certain degree. Um, and that might mean baseball was not just during the spring and early summer, but through the summer and maybe even the fall. Uh, obviously, basketball, as I know firsthand, is a 12-month sport at this point in time, whether it's AAU or playing for the school. How was it, you know, again, prior to high school, how was it kind of playing all those sports and all those commitments that came with it? Uh, it was definitely tough juggling them all. I remember playing like a football game and a basketball game in the same day, but it was always fun, and that's always what I wanted to do. It was tough. It was tiring, but I always had fun doing it. So you mentioned now three times to me fun, which is quite frankly what I want to hear, right? So sports for you, have they ever not been fun for you? Uh, no, I think I, I enjoy them at almost all times because I get the break like I'm not like during baseball season I'm not playing as much as much football or uh, basketball and we're waiting on um, football season so once baseball ends it's almost like I'm ready to start playing football and that starts being fun and right as soon as football 
starts being not as fun, basketball comes around and boosts my energy. How was your, you know, your parents, John and Julie, obviously very supportive of you. How were they in terms of all of the sports you were playing? Was did Obviously, they supported you. How, what was that like with your folks? Yeah, they were great. They always encouraged me. They never uh, pressured me to do less or they just encouraged me to do whatever I wanted to do. And all three is what I wanted to do and juggling them all at the same time. And they were great getting me around and getting me to all the all the events I needed to be at. Sure. So I fully expected you to tell me that both John and Julie were very supportive of you. I talk an awful lot about outside noise. And what I mean by outside noise is those people that are in your ears, in your parents' ears. Um, and as you were getting up to that 7th and 8th grade level, uh, how much outside noise was either confirming you that you should be playing three sports or did you run into people that were like, ah, you should play more basketball, you should be playing more baseball? What was that like? I don't think I ever uh, ran into that problem because uh, I think all my coaches throughout the years were all multi-sport guys. It almost seems like that. And wherever I was, where it be in North Andover or playing with a, a travel team, I was around multi-sport guys that encouraged it and thought it was great. That's good. Now, I always worry about the, uh, besides the sport and the athletic piece, I always worry about, you know, the social, emotional piece that goes along with everything. I've always been amazed how you can run um, to different sports. Um, you always seem to be 95% of the time totally healthy. Um, was it tough on your body or on your mental state in turn, trying to do all of that? Did you ever feel pressure with that? Uh, I never felt pressure. I mean, there's definitely times where I was sore and headed to a headed to a game and had to fight through that. And But, I mean, I've done it my whole life, so I've kind of learned how to deal with it and the mental challenges to deal with that too. So sure, it's become... Almost natural. Natural for you. Yeah. Um, I see you leave uh, here at the youth center after an eighth grade, and you um, went to Brooks School for the first year, um, played all three sports at Brooks School, uh, and then came back to the high school. Um, personal decision to come back and play at North Andover High School. Um, and obviously right away a varsity, main varsity player in all three sports as a sophomore. Um Take me through that. How, how, again, youth league stuff is a little bit different. Um, high school sports practice six days a week. You're playing three sports. What was it like playing three varsity high school sports? Uh, I think that was a, definitely the toughest challenge of my athletic career right away. Uh, sophomore year after uh, a, a grueling football season, I was my body was hurting in the in in the start of basketball but um as i got older and more mature i learned how to deal with that and learned how to like treat my body so it was uh 100 percent at all times did you ever feel you needed a break from a sport when you're going basically nine months at the high school yeah but no more than a week because after a week i think i get a little bored and you want to get back in the action yeah. on that i did i you know obviously i I don't pretend to be an expert both on uh, football or baseball. I'm more of a fan. But in basketball, obviously, I think of myself as more of an expert. And I actually watched you closely. It's very interesting to see you adjust to basketball after a grueling football season. Um, 
getting your win back, which is a little different with the two sports, um, getting your feel back. Um, I've kind of done my own evaluation. It takes you definitely a couple of weeks. I actually think this year was quicker. Would you agree with that? And try yeah. it's getting back into the, the basketball swing on things. So over the years, um, high school head coaches can sometimes get territorial. They can get protective of their sport and their player. You've played for three guys that I know really well and have a, um, a lot of respect for, Coach Dubs, Coach Tang, and Coach Doolin. How were they in understanding, accepting, and supporting you as a three-sporter athlete, not just their sport? Uh, they're unbelievable. Dubzinski, he's been great. He, he's always wondering during basketball and baseball season when I have a game, when the big game's coming up, and he wants to get out to see us. And then Tangless, all he's he love he comes to all the football games. I mean, I'm not sure he uh, gets a little scared when uh, the fo- the basketball guys are down on the ground uh, during a football game. He does send us a text after every game saying Jake is fine. So I think everyone's <laughs> worried that you know not just obviously you but Darren and Gabe and other guys that are playing multi sports. Um, obviously he I think he went to every one of your football games this year. Totally supports you guys, but obviously has his fingers crossed you don't get hurt. Yeah. Is that true with all the coaches? They Did they understand that, you know, at times you needed to focus on the other sport maybe a little bit more? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, to go back to Coach Dubzinski, during, uh, like, you'd have uh, off-season football lifts during the winter and the spring, and he would not make me go, uh, only when, like, only when I wanted to, he would not pressure me into it because he knew how tough it was to to play those sports, and he, would, he didn't want me to overdo it, and he just wanted me to focus on that sport at that time. Yeah, I think, um, and I'm not sure if past coaches, how they would have handled this. They may have been as supportive as these three, but I do get a kick out of that during basketball season. I see uh, – you know, Coach Dubs, Coach Cerullo, Coach Van Horn, always uh, texting things about Jake the basketball player, even though those are your football coaches. I know Paul Tang has been very supportive of the football stuff, and I'm sure Coach Doolin also with everything on that. As you wind down, um, you know, playing four years of high school sports, um, you got to give me what's, what's the best thing about being a three-sport athlete and also what the worst thing about being a three-sport athlete is. Uh, I'll start with the best thing. I think just, just the, every season's, uh, every season's a different team culture. You got football where it's like, uh, everyone has to work together and, and, uh, fight together and you give it your all. And then you got basketball where you're, you're having a little, you're having a little fun and everybody's a lot more personal. There's less guys on the team and that's always fun. And same thing with baseball. And uh, just I think the best thing is definitely just playing in those big games with those guys, with your teammates, because you become close with them, and that's probably the the best thing to go to war with those guys. Sure. <clears throat> What's maybe the worst thing or the toughest thing? Um, I think the toughest thing uh, is probably the transition. It's probably a little frustrating at times to go from football to basketball and you don't have your normal uh groove or rhythm so that's a little frustrating at first but then once you get used to it it's all it's all good 
And is that is that the same transition from basketball to baseball, or is that a little different? Uh, I think basketball to baseball is a little easier because you don't have to you don't have to get the conditioning or the or the touch. You just have to um, get your hand eye coordination pretty much back to where it was. Sure. Jake, I've, I've been here 31 years, and we talked off air about, um, you know, you are being considered by many, um, if not the, the greatest athlete in North Andover history, but, you know, obviously one of the top ones. Um, in my 31 years, you are definitely top five. Uh, you're number one in my book in terms of being decorated um, three-sport athlete. I, we have a ton of three-sport athletes that don't you know, have as much success as you've had at every sport. I mean, you're coming off in Super Bowl fall, MVP of the league. Um, you're in a basketball year right now that, you know, a lot of expectations. You're, a, you're an Eagle Tribune super teamer. Um, this team has a chance to go to the state tournament and maybe even win a state tournament. And then our baseball team, from what I understand, a lot of high expectations this year. You're a major player on that aspect. Got to ask you a tough question, though. You know, if you had not played three sports and you maybe played two sports, um, would you have been better in any of those sports if you had a little more time to do it? Do you see it not that way? What's your take on that? Uh, I think I think each sport kind of helps you with the other because there's a different mentality for each. Like baseball is very is a mental game, and that can help you with handling emotions in football and in uh, basketball, which is helpful. And um, but I do think there's there's minuses negatives to playing three and not two because you can't be everywhere and you can't be focusing and getting better at that sport for a longer period of time. But I think three sports definitely is you're better off with three sports because I mean you have the you you learn a lot more about life because you have you have the sports to teach you things like teamwork and the mental challenges and hustle and hard work and all that. So I think they all work together to to make you a better person and better ready for life i mean that's really well said um i know you um let's just take an in i remember when you were god it must have been your sophomore year um not many kids from north andover get to play on the babc um aau basketball program um you had been there pretty much on and off since your eighth grade year um and then it came time to there were conflicts right so babc wanted you to fly down to you know, tournaments in South Carolina, Virginia or stuff, and you had baseball commitments. Um, and I think BABC was supportive to a certain degree, but obviously they had an interest with the basketball stuff. And how, how troubling, how tough was that? Was it stressful to make either decisions or did you feel like you were letting people down? What was that all like? Yeah, I think that was definitely one of the negatives because, like I said, you can't be at every place at every time. And I had to give up like going down to the one of those tournaments with the BABC to because I had to play a, a high school baseball game or and I couldn't let those guys down, so I think that that was tough to do. Sure. Now, as you get ready and um, you've got some big decisions ahead, um, you know you've got a lot of opportunities to go to um, college next year and play a college sport. You're also contemplating possibly a post-grad year where maybe you can continue playing multiple sports. 
that PGE and getting you ready for, you know, for college on that also. What advice would you give to maybe some of the young kids, the young Jake McElroy's, those sixth, seventh and eighth graders now, and also to their parents about the whole thing about multiple sports, whether it's two, three, um, what advice from someone who lived through it, what do you give them? Uh, if you, if you love the sport and you like doing it, then you shouldn't stop. You should just keep going. But if, if it's not for you, uh, maybe, maybe specialize, but I, I mean, sports are fun. And I think the, the more you play them, the more fun it gets. And I think you just, if you, if you love it then stick with it. Absolutely. I had you come and speak with, um, every year Coach Tanglis has me come down and do a little Rick on Life thing with his basketball camp. And you, uh, you joined me last summer and we were talking to some of the young kids. And you, would, you gave some really good life lessons to some of the 7th and 8th graders about choices and making the right choices and you know having fun, et cetera, et cetera. Do you feel like you missed out on anything by being a three-sport athlete? No. I mean, I, uh, definitely you can't. You can't do what everyone else gets to do, and uh, that's fine. You can still have a good time with your friends and hang out, play video games, but I don't think I missed out on anything that I'd need to be a part of. Good. Right. Let me uh, let me bring in Pops here, uh, John McElroy. Uh, for the record, Mike McVeigh's first basketball captain back in the day. Um, if I'm correct, John did not play three sports in – uh, all conference and all three sports, but obviously, John, you have a terrific son—not just a uh, sports player, but a great kid. Um, what's your take a little bit on three-sport athletes? We've actually talked about this probably for no less than seven years. Um, your take on the general aspect debate of specialization versus three-sport athletes? So, we encouraged. Uh, our kids to try and experiment with all the sports out there. Jake's got three sisters and they all tried multiple sports and, and played them through the years. And we think it was a healthy dynamic for them to uh, learn about new sports, to engage with different coaches and different kids and different people and different experiences. And it just makes them a better person uh, down the road. Um, and we always encourage them to keep playing the sports that they enjoyed. Like Jake said, are they having fun? If you're not having fun, don't, don't bother. And we never pushed them to, to play a sport that they weren't having fun in. Um, and we also believed very much that uh, the, the notion of specializing in a sport so you can make a high school team or play collegiately was the wrong thing to do at young ages you know maybe you make that decision as a junior and senior in high school but certainly not um, at the young ages because you're taking away a huge part of their lives so what do you say to that parent who and we joked a little bit off the air so say it's a sixth grade kid who makes a determination that he's going to only focus on basketball um, and the parent says well that's what my kid wants to do what's what's your take on that I think it's a mistake because you know, some of it depends on the reason. And, and if some folks are expecting their child to play for Duke and then on to the NBA, uh, that's, that's a tall order. Um, if it's because that's the only sport the kid likes, he's tried other sports and he or she just doesn't enjoy all the other sports and just loves basketball, 
I get that, but you still should um, lay it out there. They can play ping pong. You know, Jake's part of the uh, ping pong club, I think, at North Andover High School. He plays ping pong here at the youth center. Um, other, there's plenty of other sports to experiment with and try. So I think it's, I, I fundamentally believe it's a mistake. Sure. You've been pretty consistent since I've known you about all this. Let me pick your brain a little bit. We mentioned um, a little bit of that situation when, when Jake was a little stressed of, you know, making some decisions, trying to play AAU basketball and baseball at the same time, the same weekends. From a parent's perspective, how tough was that for you? Did you feel there was undue pressure on someone like Jake? Um, did you struggle with this at all? No, we, we knew the time was going to come when you're going to have to make a decision or a decision's made for you. And as terrific an experience as uh, the club-based basketball world was for Jake, i.e., you know, the, the BABC, Jamal Griffin and, and Leo Papili were terrific. But at some point, um, a decision needs to be made, and it's based upon, you know, your time commitment and your abilities uh, to, to go forward. And he was not going to give up baseball. Uh, they were supportive of that. They were terrific. But at the same time, um, you've got kids. He's competing with kids that not only are repeats, but they're also full-time athletes in, in that particular sport. And that is a, a, that's a challenge. Um, but no question about it, he made the right decision um, because he enjoyed himself. And you, through the years, Rick, have asked me, you know, what, what, what's your expectation uh, for sports for Jake and the girls? And it was always very consistent that I just want them to have fun. First and foremost, have fun and enjoy yourselves. The second is go win some state championships for North Andover. And, that, and then we'll see where all that takes them. And I think we've been we've all been consistent with that and it is it starts with fun absolutely now you heard your son speak very highly of the support he got from his three head coaches uh, what would be your advice to maybe some coaches out there that don't share the same support as dubs tang and duel does um, that are out there maybe dealing with multi-sport athletes and maybe not valuing them enough what, what would you say to those coaches um so Jake was really fortunate, uh, as, as my daughters as well. Um, the youth programs in this town are terrific and always ha have been for a long time. And they were very, very fortunate to have guys and gals coaching them that never forced any of them into one sport. It was always encouraging to try different things, whether it was uh, Dave Brown in soccer, whether it was you know, all your baseball coaches, Mike Bell's, um, Rob Carpentier, John Burke, um, they encouraged, you know, commitment and, and improving yourself and being part of a good team and being a good teammate um, to the basketball guys, as you know, Vinny Tatone and Mike Costello and Dan Haller. doesn't get any better than those guys. So that all those groups that had, all those kids that had um, these coaches, um, it fed well into Dubzinski, uh, Tangless and Doolin, I believe, and they felt fed them well-rounded kids from an athletic perspective. Darren Watson, multi-sport kid, from what I understand, he's going out for the baseball team this year. Really, terrific two-sport athlete, and he wants to be part of a Coach Doolin uh, baseball team that's going to have a lot of success. And isn't that great? Isn't that that's what great. it's all about? That's great. Um, 
as you're seeing, so you still have Karen coming up. So this is not your last child, hopefully playing sports at, at the high school. Um, as you wind down, and we still have a half season of basketball and a full season of baseball, I obviously know how much you love and you respect your son. Uh, what's this ride been like for you and Julie? It's a lot of fun. No question about it. And it's a lot of fun for Jake's sisters as well. They're very supportive of him, um, very concerned for him, uh, for his well-being, both from a health perspective, you know, if he gets injured to, you know, they want him to be successful. They're the first ones that will brag about um, his success and his team's success to other folks. I've heard it firsthand. Now, they might not say that to him to his face. Sure. But um, they think he's terrific. And so it's been a wonderful ride. I mean, we knew when he was very young that he had some skills and he had incredible drive. He was always in the driveway shooting baskets, playing catch. Um, It was always something. And one of the uh, things that I learned at an early age of parenting was when your child wants to play with you, whatever that is, you, you stop everything and you play with them. I couldn't wait to get home to play catch with the kids or rebound for them in basketball. And, and so as Jake grew, we realized he, you know, was getting better and better and he had some pretty good skills. And, um, and we did never dreamed that, um, he would have the team and personal success he's had in high school. But one of the things we instilled in him at an early age is nobody remembers the 20-point scorer or the you know 2,000-yard passer. They remember the teams that won. So it was team first for Jake always. And I can remember when I first met Coach Dubzinski, and then halfway through the season, he called me up and he said, you know, Darren just scored a touchdown and the happiest kid in the stadium is Jake. Right. And it had nothing to do with anything but winning, and he was happy for his his, his good buddy. Yeah, I mean, Jake, um, getting back to you, you are definitely a winner. Um, to emphasize your father's point on that, um, I was in the front row at um, Woburn High School um, when we beat Brighton last year, which um, was probably considered an upset. At the end of the day, I do think we were the better team. But when it came right down to the final shot, I think everybody in the gym, I remember the scorekeeper for for Brighton and the scorer's table was saying to me, because I was from North Andover, you know, this has got to be going to McElroy. This has got to be going to McElroy. And the ball got to you. And uh, in my opinion, Jake, you made the right basketball decision, which was not to shoot. It was to make the extra pass to Kyle. Um, and Kyle is known as having one of the greatest shots because it obviously went in and it punched our ticket to the Songus. So that, that says, you know, obviously a tremendous shot by Kyle, um, but it says a lot about that you care more about the win than individual statistics, and I've already saw that. I, I know this is a little bit of the elephant in the room right now, but um, to our listeners um, who are maybe following the newspaper, Jake is getting very close to his 1,000 points in basketball. Um there is a lot of 1,000-point scorers in our area, but what people don't know is we have not had a 1,000-point scorer uh, the entire 31 years I've been here. Um, there's some debate that back in the day in Coach Lacari's time that 
maybe a Robin Monroe had a thousand points. Again, that was all before the three-point line. But um, you're getting close. Uh, I don't want to add stress to that. I think you know through the rest of the season you'll just play your game, and I hope you you become our first one thousand point scorer, which just only adds to the the legacy of of Jake McElroy. Jake, before we go, your father talked a lot about from the parent perspective, but I want the parents to hear from you. What what would you say to the parents that are struggling with specialization versus uh, multi-sports in terms of living it with your parents that were supportive? What do you say to those parents out there for the benefit of the kids? Uh, just make sure they're having fun and, and don't pressure them into making a decision to cut a sport or... I mean, encourage them to try new things, like uh, my father said, to as many sports as you can to try new things and uh, find out what they love. That's great. Uh, Jake, we got only a few minutes left here. Um, any care to kind of let us know a little bit of where you're at with your post-high school plans? Uh, I'm not sure yet, but I know at the next level, I think I either want to play baseball or football, so that's where I'm at. Nice. Well, we continue. Obviously, I want you to have an amazing last five months of your senior year. Enjoy every minute of it. Let's go out there and try to uh, duplicate what our football team did and maybe win a state championship both in basketball and baseball. I think you are a a great um, role model for a lot of our younger kids about hard work, mental toughness. Uh, commitment, all the things that I've seen you do over the years. And, you know, it's times like this that I do think about the North End of Middle School halftime when you were like five years old trying to put that little ball in the hoop. So continued success from everybody here at the Youth Center and obviously our community. Uh, Pops, we're glad that you came on to help us to give a little bit of a parent perspective. I want to give you a last word that you want to say to maybe any of the parents or kids out there. Um, be grateful for the coaches that your kids have an opportunity to play for down the road um, we are eternally grateful to coach Dubzinski, coach tangless and coach Doolin. they've been terrific mentors to, to jake and the other kids um, and i'm thrilled that they're a huge part of his life and you know going forward you know we're my wife and i are going to continue to help the, those programs they we, we couldn't possibly pay them back for what they've done for my son. Great. Well, I want to thank you both for coming into the latest podcast. Um, for our listeners, uh, this will be up hopefully Sunday night. Um, and I hope you'll check out all of our different um, podcasts we've had. Next week, I'm excited. I'll be interviewing a couple of uh, kids that actually Jake knows. Um, former North Andover Knights basketball players, Kyle White and Brendan Miller. Uh, they have gone to Ecuador uh, to help build a school. And they are now working feverishly here to raise funds to build another school in Ecuador. And we're going to talk about their fundraiser and a number of different things they've done, all the way of basically Brendan and Kyle growing up in North Andover and some of the things they got from their family in this community. And uh, we'll have some fun talking to them. And also Kyle's girlfriend is the third person that will be with us um, to talk about um, this great project they're doing. So we'll see you guys next week on that. And as we finish every podcast, we always say too much passion is not enough passion.